Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour with your host, Gene Hodge. He's a training consultant and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He's taught computer and information technology courses at Quinnipiac University. University of New Haven, and Roxbury Community College. He has enabled over 800 individuals seeking employment to gain enjoyable employment. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling to over 1,500 individuals in outplacement for companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Byrne Morin, Pinellas Technical Education Centers, and Bay Pines Veterans Administration Hospital. Gene earned an A.S. degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a B.S. degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, and a teacher's certificate from Westfield State College. Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Pusatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College. And now, here's your host of the Employment Opportunity Hour, Gene Hodge. Hello, welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the the show that's designed to provide some innovative ways that you can find employment. We, we understand the situation out there with a lot of people out of jobs and a lot of people using traditional methods. What we want to do is be able to answer your questions, and so we encourage you to call in. But what we want to do is to give you some other tips and some advice on other ways that you can find employment. And any of you out there who have found employment through innovative ways, we encourage you to call in and share your knowledge, share how you did it with others, so that so that we all can benefit knowing that there knowing that there are places for us that uh, somebody will be looking for us to find us and you can call us at 727-441-3000 you can at 727-441-3000 we look forward to answering all your questions i want to be the one that serves as the expert in one sense so that i can answer all your questions and if i'm not the one i actually have some actually have some partners in the office or in the studio right now and and one of them is debbie and uh, debbie we're going to keep your name uh, anonymous but i'm just going to call you debbie and how are you doing this afternoon I'm doing well, Gene. How are you? Thanks for having me this evening. Okay. My other guest is Robert. 
And so Robert's here also to add his two cents from time to time. And so, Robert, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Gene, and thank you for the opportunity to uh, invite me to sit down and listen to your show and be a participant. Okay, great, great. Anyway, let me kind of prep you for what we're doing today. In the past or in past shows, we've talked about ways to assess yourself in order order to understand your skills and abilities. We've talked about ways to introduce yourself so that we kind of know what it is that you do. We talked about words that you should never use when introducing yourself so that so that you can become aware of what words do work. And we've talked about how to answer interviewing questions. And then the last thing is to talk about how do we begin to understand this word called networking, what networking is and how it works. Anyway, today's topic is on how to find the job that you really want. I believe that you can find the job that you really want. I believe it's out there. And I believe it's based on the unique skill set that you were born with, the skills that interest you, the abilities you've been utilizing all these years. And there's really people out there looking for you with all of your skills and abilities. And so so I encourage you to call in and share your stories, ask your questions, and to go from there. So so what I like to do, I'll say very quickly, and I believe we have time, is to talk about how how we got started. Also, possibly on the show, we have another person. And that is Lee. And Lee may offer his comments on how he got started because you all got started. That's how you got old. That's how you <laughs> have developed your skills and abilities. They're, they're, they're strike one in, in, in the job search, right? And okay. You know, unless they're looking for uh, you know wisdom or something. Yeah, age is your asset depending on who you are. Most people don't think their age is an asset. I want to get paid for all of my knowledge. Hopefully you do too. But the only way we can get paid for our knowledge is when we go share what we've been through and what we know. And so I actually have four people willing to share how they got started and what it is that they've done in order to get to where they are because we all have unique backgrounds and it's all about the performance. It's all about the people we've met along the way. It's all about the people who've opened doors for us. And we want to share that with you so you can begin to realize all the people who have been helping you, all the people who are aware of you and how do you get them to go help you because in reality they are are trying to help you. And in reality, there are employers out there, even in today's time, there are companies out there that are looking just for you or your unique skill set. And the skill set are the skills and abilities you develop, all of the experience you have, the things that motivate you, the passion, the things that you're interested in, and the use of today's computer technology. If we combine all of that mixture, we would call it a hodgepodge mix. However, if we, com- if we combine all of that mix, we could actually find jobs for you and you could actually discover there are people looking for you because they're looking for those unique skill sets that only you have. Nobody else has your skills and abilities. Anyway, so we're going to get started right after our commercial, and we're going to try to prep you to start looking at how you can can start to step out to actually go create the job that you really want. It's even possible in today's times, and we'll be right back. for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race, 
Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening, thinking is critical to job success. back and we want you to start recognizing that you can actually come out or step out start using what you're capable of using which are all those unique skills and abilities and so so i I want to share with you and and the people in the studio how we got started and and the purpose is so that you begin to recognize how you got started and then from there, how do you pull out the skills and abilities that you want us to know about so that when you present yourself, you can just focus on the things that you're good at doing that you enjoy doing? Now, as for me, I got started working with computers way back many years ago uh, because I went to school and took a computer course and I got a job uh, working with computers. And shortly after that, as far as understanding computer systems, I got involved in, in writing computer programs in order to understand how the computer systems got put together. Somebody chose me because they say, well, Gene, you know how computers work. Now let's look at what really makes them work with the commands. And so I was a computer programmer for seven years. However, what I would do on my job, I'd get up and I'd go fooling around and I'd go out and talk to the ladies and talk to all the other people. And I did everything but work because I was always away from my desk. And one day my supervisor came up and he said, Gene, you're always out there fooling around and never at your desk working. Why don't you go out there and tell the users what we do to, com- to develop their computer systems and write their programs? And so my job actually switched from sitting down at a desk to going out writing computer programs. And then after that, uh, my boss, 
else say, well, now that you're telling them what we do to develop systems, why don't you train them on our systems? And so that training led from training people there. I've had the privilege of traveling to other parts of the world to understand people of different cultures and training people of different cultures. And so that led from that to training people of different cultures to getting people to recognize uh, their skills and abilities, the skills and abilities that are sellable that we buy into. And so here I am today. I provide training for people to help them gain employment. And so that's the reason for the show, the Employment Opportunity Hour, because we want you to go find enjoyable employment. And you're over there laughing, I see. (laughs) Because that's right. We're looking for enjoyable employment. Okay. So tell us how you got started. uh, This is Debbie. This is Debbie. Right. Yeah, Gene, I started back way, um, actually, when they used to call them checkers at the Acme grocery store. And that's when I really started to do, um, realize I liked accounting and numbers, that type of thing. You know, this was still in my Mm -hmm. high school days. From there, I thought I was really cool because I got a job doing the billing and receivables for the local garbage company. (laughs) Um, Then I was lucky enough, I got a job within the the accounting department for a big accounting firm. Mm -hmm. And that's when I truly sat into true accounts payable. Okay. And they pretty much moved me into every seat within Mm -hmm. the bookkeeping department, as it was called then, until I sat in the seat for the payroll person. And then that's where, of course, technology technology within an office place at that time always hit the financial areas mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. So I was introduced to the computer system and things led from there. And especially payroll always being a priority within any okay. company, it was it was a leader there. So that pursued me within the, the payroll mm-hmm. and the technology side of it. When I moved down to Florida and was looking for employment, I had naturally gone back into the accounting side of things. But then had, and this was actually through a friend of a friend type, found a software company that their software was payroll and human resources Mm -hmm. and started working for them, which was kind of interesting because I took the job not even really understanding what it was. Like I thought it was doing payroll, but Mm -hmm. it was really to assist people doing payroll on a computer system. Okay. And that led up to what? Well, it actually, the position was support, which as a support person, as we all know what happens with support, Mm -hmm. it was also then on the technical side, not just the application of the the payroll side of it, whereas I wanted to do the training Mm -hmm. of it, not the support side. Thus, I I train people to do payroll. Okay, that's what you're doing now? That's what I'm doing now. Okay, excellent background. The key to understanding all of this is that you didn't do any of it. People chose you to go do it. It's very important to recognize the people who have been choosing you to put you into positions because they knew you were qualified, they knew you were a better fit, and they chose you to go do it. So it's very important to understand we've been choosing you instead of you doing it all alone. Okay, Mr. Robert, how are you doing over there? It never feels that way. It never does. Okay, Robert, how'd you get started? Well, Gene, it was like this. I grew up as a car enthusiast, building models since I was a four or five-year-old child. And then ultimately, when I got my driver's license, I uh, would tinker with cars. So over the years, you know, building the models, I learned a tremendous amount. You know, I didn't have to build Mm huge instructions or anything like that. So when when I got to a large car, it was just basically a giant model. And eventually what happened is I wound up in the salvage business. When I wound up in the wrecking yard business, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So pretty soon I was a fairly sizable uh, wrecking 
wrecking yard business in the industry here locally here and uh and, and that and that did very well until the uh we basically got walmarted out of mm-hmm. business you know due to regulations and, and lack of being able to be competitive so having said that i learned salvage business i was in contact with mechanical repair shops i was in contact with body shops and along the way i learned a lot of stuff that was automotive related so now i have all mm-hmm. these skills so now here it is i'm like a lot of people right now i'm looking for work okay and i've gone out and the point that i'm trying to make is that if you're passionate about something and if you like something very much learn as much as you possibly can because knowledge is king okay and once you have just like you said before once you have all these abilities and all this knowledge and you go apply for jobs and you have commitment and you have people tell you can tell you that you have integrity they want you they will call you they will hunt you down and they will and i'm getting a lot of job offers now and i've been out beating the streets and i'm i'm actually kind of i feel good about it you know why because when somebody calls you back and says look i'd like to do another interview with you you feel good and the reason they like to do the interviews is because you made a good impression the first time you are qualified in most cases more than qualified okay okay and i cannot put enough emphasis on that okay. so um hopefully Great, here in the next you. week or so i will be employed again thank you thank you robert robert is someone who volunteered to come on and, and tell us a real story so just nice to know how you got started and where you are now and you mentioned something about age age is your key it's that's how you got old it's how you got all the information that you gained Anyway, so 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 then we have Lee out there. He has a fantastic job. How did you get started, Lee? Well, I was thinking about it and how to answer this, but um, you know, we've talked about this before. But you know, bottom line, what happened, Gene, is uh, I had a lot of jobs that I didn't like until uh, I was about mm, about thirty or so, and um, then I really, you know, I sought God and I said, you know, what what do I want to do? You know, I was seeking what I wanted to do with the rest of my life, and I realized, you know, I want to do maybe do television, maybe do some radio, maybe do some writing. The internet wasn't mm-hmm. around yet, but I wanted to be in those areas, you know. And uh, so I actually went to um, a radio station and asked if I'd get a show. And I ended up uh, yeah. bartering the airtime for working the board at night. But that deal was made in I don't know a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. I said I want mm-hmm. I I want to do a, a program. I want to you know be on the air. And this station sold the airtime. And um, I said, but I don't have any money. But I think God will provide a way. And they said, well, can you work a board? And I said, uh, yeah, because I you know. I knew how to work a board. I didn't know what their board was like, but I figured I could figure out how to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, you work the board from midnight to six and you can have your show. So it wasn't exactly a job, but, you know, it worked into a job in radio. And uh, so, you know, I've got about okay, seven so years experience in radio so far. But, you know, okay. the point, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it worked out for you. Yeah, it worked out for me. And I always liked radio. So it was a okay. passion, you know, it was a passion like Robert was saying. Great, it great. It was a passion and I followed it. And look, this isn't the, you know, All right. highest paying job in the world, you know? Fun job. But, you know, you know, there's no heavy lifting and, and it's air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. See, see, so it can happen for you because those unique skills and abilities are what motivates you and people will recognize that. Anyway, call in if you have a story to share. We would love to hear from you. And so we'll be right back uh, from, from our, with a word from our sponsor and uh, call us in 727-441-3000. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. 
Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Put it in our minds Surely things will work out They do it every time Okay, we're back with the Employment Opportunity Hour. We're talking about ways that we all got started here in our office. And we have someone on the line, I believe. Uh, and uh, that person's name is Charlie? Yeah, how you doing tonight? I'm doing fine, Charlie. How are you? Uh, good. That's, that was actually Hal, Hal Melvin the Blue Notes, Teddy Pendergrass. Oh. I'm pretty right. Right, right, right. Yeah, great singer. You know, it's too bad about things that happen. But yeah. anyway, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey, Charlie, that, that was Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Yeah, it was. But Teddy Pendergrass is the singer of the group. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, man, I thought it was on, Harold you Melvin. You played oh, the Blue oh, man. Yeah, but I, 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 I can tell you about Led Zeppelin. I can't tell you about Harold Melvin. All right, I'm sorry. I can tell you about Harold. Why do I feel stupid? <laughs> anyway, Charlie, what's on your mind tonight? What can you share with us? I'm just about the uh, entertainment business. Um, Lee was talking how he kind of got started, mm-hmm. and I called up just to say what's going on. And uh, I guess in the early 70s, the family always had um, video cameras growing up in Brooklyn, Long Island. Everybody in the neighborhood had cameras. And then we went into 8mm sound and kind of got into it. In the early 80s, we um, all chipped in for Christmas and uh, bought the... Uh, a Canon camera with a porta pack that used to hang on your side. The thing was as big as my luggage. Mm-hmm. I you know, remember those goes. days. And then I got into yeah. an FP10 Hitachi and joined the local cable access and started doing stuff. And before that, I always played music, hanging around. In Long Island, you know, when you grew up in New York, you either smoke cigarettes or you play guitar or both, and then all the girls would hang out with you. And what did things. you do? So I did all three. Okay, that's but anyway, good. Uh, <laughs> it was good. I had a great upbringing, and, and, you know, you can never compare. But I'm sure that that happened in Florida. Maybe in Florida, you just did it out in the woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, getting into the entertainment business, I don't know, you just uh, had a passion for it, enjoyed it a lot. Started doing voiceovers when I was a kid. Uh, kind of got into it. Used to make fun of all the relatives and friends. And you just kind of did it respectfully, but, you know, like in disrespect type of thing. You can get away with it somehow, but you couldn't. Mm-hmm. And then um, radio, went to broadcasting school. Used to do a lot of stuff on radio. Years ago, worked in a bakery. I had a phone installed next to the oven because the radio station would call me up to do some voiceovers as I was baking. True story. Great. Um, I mean, it's just a lot of things. Growing up, uh, my sister's 
these girlfriends would call up to her, and I started doing my sister's voice. Although she's older than me, but you know, I could do my—I couldn't do my sister's voice today because you know mm-hmm. your voice changes. And it was great mm-hmm. talking to my sister's girlfriends about me mm-hmm. being me, uh, doing my sister's the impression of my sister. And there's friends today that I, I like uh, doing impressions of, of course, musicians and singers and actors and playing music. But um, you know, all in all, there's so many skills and talents that a lot of people will have that they don't have that they should right. just like you know bring it out once in a while and just do it. Never doubt what somebody else can do because you don't realize all of a sudden somebody's right. talking like Jimmy Stewart right. next to you. And then you're like, Mary, Mary, get the kids climbing, climbing, man, the kids got What are they going to do about this tree? You know, all this stuff. And then Madonna mm-hmm. picks up and she's like, hello, how are you? With a sore throat. You know, how that goes. Okay, so that you, the, what are you doing nowadays? Are you still doing voices? I'm driving up 19 to the health food store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the, the medical field. <laughs> Serious. I build operating rooms. I still play music. Great. Um, and just call up Lee and have a good time with him when I'm in Florida. Even though when I'm in New York, I call up. I also call up, call up Buddy Verdi's show on Saturday and, and pretend I'm one of his old band members. And sometimes he believes me, but he's a okay. great guy. I, I enjoy okay. talking with him. But you're um, doing what you enjoy doing. Is that right? Excuse me? I said you're doing what you enjoy doing. Oh, yeah. I think everybody should do that or at least, uh, you know, just try to get it together. Who wants to go to work and, and make $100,000 a year if you're just aggravated all the time and walk around all kinds of stress? Maybe take a job that's a little less and uh, something you like doing, or maybe take a job at $30,000 a year and really loving it, and you'll live to be 150 years old. Okay, Charlie. Well, thank you for your input. We really appreciate the call. And we encourage the rest of you out there to call in because you have three or four or five of us now that are telling our stories about how do we find enjoyable employment, which is something you've been told all your life. The only question is, are you really doing it? And so we want you to really think about how do you put all your skills and abilities together? When we come back from the break, we're going to tell you to think about ways that you can take all of what you know how to do and start to package it so you can start to tell others what it is that you do. And we'll be right back uh, with a word from our sponsor. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. This is the Talk Radio Network. Employers, do you have job openings and are you looking for good employees? We can help you find the right employees at a very low cost by advertising your openings on the Employment Opportunity Hour. For more information on how to reach your target audience at a very low cost, call 1-888-293-4802. Once more, that number, 1-888-293-4802. Stay can't buy a 
Okay, if you want to find a job, uh, there are ways that you can find a job. That's the topic of this, of tonight's show. How do you find the job you want, which is totally different than a job? You've heard that old saying, when you find something you enjoy doing, you're no longer working. Well, that's the objective of the show, is to... Is, is to provide some innovative ways that other people have found employment, which is what we want to do. So now I want to go on to the next thing is how do you take understanding how you got started to put it into something that we can now grasp when you introduce yourself? So I'd like to give you a couple of tips right quick. The first thing is to write down, you don't have to do it right now, but write down three to five things that you are good at doing and just write them down. After that, write down three to five things that you're good at doing that you got from the workplace. And you want to acknowledge the workplace because because unless someone chose you and gave you those responsibilities, you would have never discovered that you enjoyed it, you got good at it, and now that's added to your skill set so you can thank your past employers. And the third thing I want you to write down are three to five things that you just enjoy doing, and that's enjoying swimming, camping, traveling, making love, drinking, anything like that. What do you enjoy doing? All the things you enjoy doing are the things that you find yourself doing when you're not working, unless you're doing what you enjoy doing. And if you're doing what you enjoy doing then you're not working you're just doing what you enjoy doing anyway so so the thing that you want to do is to be able to condense that down into a 30 to 40 second infomercial and the purpose is to understand that when you're in front of us we see you so how do you create an image that allows us to take what you tell us and then go run with it go tell our our friends and contacts who you are and what you said and so it's understanding how do you create the image because we're looking at you so so i like to have you think about how would you say that and if any of you out in the listening audience would have an idea on how you would present yourself give us a call again that number is 727-441-3000 give us a call and and try to shake us up with your introduction and limit it to about 45 seconds or so so we can get a, a sense of who you are the way you introduce yourself is designed to create an image so we get a chance to match up what's coming out of your mouth with your age and match what's coming out of your mouth with all the things that you say you know how to do, how did it all happen? So you can't tell us everything, so you got to tell us the things that are important. But the purpose is to create an image. So you, Now, when you're speaking, it's important to understand what we see. And you can't see that over the radio, okay? However, when you're in front of somebody, we get a chance to really see you. And so we see your hair, your color, your age, your scars, your bumps, your wrinkles. We see how big you are, how small. We look at your hands. We look at your makeup. We see all of you. And the only thing we're listening for is what's coming out of your mouth. And that has to be something that has to be short enough where you give us a summary as to who you are, but it has to be enough so that when you stop, we can ask questions about what you said. If it's too long, it's going to become boring. If it's too long, all we're going to remember is the last thing you said. And so it has to be short enough and timed enough so you tell us exactly what you want us to know, and because that's what you want us to hear. You should always focus on the things you're good at doing. Always focus on the things that you enjoy doing because that's what you want us to hear because that's what we're going to learn when you tell us. And if that's all you told us, we can think of a ton of things that you could do that would lead you to the job that you want to have. Anyway, so so when you think about how would you do that? And and since I have three other people here, would anybody like to give a 30-second try? And how would you create a picture as to who we are? You know, so that we have an idea of what your background is. Ladies first. And it's only focused on the things that you're good at doing because that's all you want us to hear. Anybody? 
anybody, anybody want to give it a shot? If not, I'll give it a shot. But anybody else out there want to give it a shot? Lee, you want to give it a shot? I, I need an example first. Yeah, I don't understand the question. Okay, do, so do, I'll give you an example. I gave you my background in terms of how I got started, but if I was to introduce myself, I'd say, hello, my name is Gene Hodge. My background consists of over 35 years working with computers, training and managing training projects. I started out working with computers uh, for the Signal Corporation. I've, I've done training for the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. I have my own training company now. I train people for jobs, and that's a little bit about my background. So the thought is I've created an image now of you looking at me, and you have an idea of what it is that I know how to do. And it's not because I know how to do it. It's because people chose me to do it, and this is what I do. And so so that was kind of short, crisp, hopefully. And to kind of get you an want, idea as to who I am, if you could see you, me. You want, you want me to jump in there? Sure, Jim? if you like. I've, I've wondered about this all the time. People ask me what I do. Yeah. And, you know, uh... I haven't figured out how. I don't know even know what my job title is. You know, make up one. <laughs> here's, here's I say I that on purpose. See, job title. All job titles I have to are call, made up. Let me call up the boss. I have to find out what yeah. my job title is. Today. See, all <laughs> job titles yeah. are made up, though. All job titles. Somebody has to make them up, and so you can make up a title to call yourself. Well, what what I say is, I work okay. in I, I work in a small radio station, and you got your office, and you got your studio, and I have no idea what goes on in the office, but I know about everything that goes on in the studio that's what i that's what i tell people okay so you're an operation i did overhear my my the owner saying that i was the operations manager yes he's One the operations he said, oh, that's manager Lee, he's our operations manager so that's what i tell people production manager but i may yes. have been uh, you know i may have been uh, promoted or demoted i don't know that's why i have to check every day to see okay what my so job title is. you can say he's our production specialist there you go he's our but tech, what does that mean to people when they're our technology well, what do you guru do? what do you do at the radio station well let's say i do announcing i do production i do engineering uh i do you know all the exactly. stuff but what does that mean to them. I don't exactly. know if that means anything. They're, they're just like going, when people okay. tell me what they do most of the time, I look at them and go, what did you just say? I, I still have no idea what you mm-hmm. do, but you work at a bank or whatever, you, you know, well, that's what you do. Right. Okay, yeah. you work at a bank, you do all these, you know, well, I was out, did this and that and the other. That means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. All I know is, right. you're not the, t- you're, anyway, I'll shut up. Now, when ahead. you tell us what you know how to do, we will come up with titles. That's how come I said you could be called a production specialist. <laughs> or a technology engineer, because we make up titles based on the responsibilities we want somebody to carry. We make up titles. And so if you just told us what you did and you only focus on the things that you're good at doing, we could come up with a ton of titles. And so so I would call you a technology, information technology specialist. Debbie, what would you call them? I like the, I like the production manager. Okay. Robert, what would you call them? I think that I'll, I'll second that. Production operations manager. Yeah. Okay. So, just, okay. So, Right there, you have two people giving you two different titles because we all see you differently. And so the importance is to recognize that we will tell you what the titles are. All you got to do is tell us what you're good at doing that you well, enjoy Gene, doing. Gene, I see myself differently. I see myself as, you know, America's greatest emerging radio talent. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So how do you put that on your business card? You just you know? tell people, I'm the America's greatest. <laughs> World's now, here's greatest. the deal. Here's the deal. You can't do anything unless we agree with you. That's why it's so important to tell people your background and what you know how to do. When you tell us that, we will equate what level, what skill level, so that we can call you the world's greatest or the state's best or whatever, because that's the power we have. And you have no control over the titles we want to give you. It's very important to understand we will give you titles. All you got to do is follow our direction. 
Anyway, we'll be right back because that was a tough one to swallow. Anyway, so we'll be right back because we're from our sponsor. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Okay, we're back with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Our purpose is to try to get you to step out, just like the record says. We want you to step out of your box, step out to go create something you want, help this economy, help us solve problems, because within you, you all have solutions that can help us solve problems and build a better workforce. Anyway, so we just got to talking about how to create an image. You create an image by talking only about the things that you're good at doing and the things that you enjoy because that's all you want us to hear. That's all you want us to learn about you. So we can think of all the different titles that we can put on you because when we're putting the titles on you, that's when it's working. So anyway, so the next thing is is there's certain words that we use when we introduce ourselves, and I'm going to suggest you use none of these words. And so we spent uh, one show talking about these words. I'm just going to read them off to you. I'm going to suggest that you don't use any of these words. Don't use the words we, they. Always use the word I because it's always going to be about you. Don't use the words qualified, qualifications. Don't use any of your credentials at all. Don't use the word skills. Don't use the words talented. Uh, Don't call yourself a professional. Don't use the word attitude, career change. Don't even use the word employer because in reality there's no such thing as an employer. And the reason there's no such thing as an employer because the individual is someone who represents 
the company, unless they're the owner of the company, and they get paid to do their job just like you, and they have gone through similar experiences to attain their positions just like you. Having that understanding, having that understanding, you'll be able to talk to another human. Now, since I've mentioned don't use these words, the only word you should be using is the word experience, is to tell people the experiences you've been through, because when you tell people the experiences you've been through, they're going to equate what level of skill, what level of professionalism, what level of attitude, what level of qualifications, what level of qualified, they're going to give you what they think you deserve. And so you using these words will never work for you. The only word that will work work for you is the word experience. When you tell somebody what you've done, they will equate that into skill and skill level. And when they're telling you what they think of you, then that's when it's working. And so so if we took that, we can we could actually create an image that will allow people to know what it is that we know how to do because they are looking for people to do things for them. And obviously they're looking for people who want to do things for them and you want them telling you what that is. And since all job titles are created, you want to hear what jobs are out there because the people that are out there creating jobs know what the titles are. That's impossible for you to know. The only titles you can know are titles in your past. And so you always want to hear what the other people think because it's the other people who who have been hiring you all your life and giving you opportunities to go perform. So we started out by having people introduce themselves and their backgrounds, how they got started, because people have been choosing them all along and they will continue to choose you if you let them. Anyway, the other thing we talked about was networking. I'm going to give you a tip on how to establish a network. You all have a network. It's always been there all of your life. It's already actual, credible, factual. It's been there waiting for you to activate it. So I'm going to give you three tips. The first thing is, is to write down on a sheet of paper the names of 10 or more people of people who just know you. It's your family members, your neighbors, people you've gone to school with, people who have known you and have known you down through the years. Just write down the names of 10 of those people. Don't worry about first name, last name, anything that jogs your memory after the show. Next thing is to write down 10 more names of co-workers or people you have worked for in the past. The purpose of that, because those people now know your work habits. They know how you perform. They know your body language, your mannerism. They know how you sound and how you treat other people. All of those things are people that your co-workers know about because the name of the game is can you go perform work for someone else? And so you want to use them to help you go find what you want because they're already familiar with how you perform work. And then the third thing I'd like to have you do is write down the names of 10 people who serve you. Let me use that word serve. These are people who serve a lot of people and have a lot of contacts, but they know you. Some of those people are like the mailman, all your teachers that you've had in the past, your banker, your lawyer, your accountant, the cashier in the grocery store, the pharmacist, or the real estate agent. These are people that are known by a lot of other people who they can put you in touch with. If you did that, you would have a minimum of 30 people right then and there. And all you've got to do is to go tell them what it is that you want to do. And it's pretty easy because they're all going to ask you, who are you? What do you want to do? What are your goals? That question is going to happen your entire lifetime. Everybody you meet, they're going to ask you, who are you? What do you want to do? What are your goals? Always going to be followed up by what's your background or what do you know how to do? All you've got to do is focus on those key words that we talked about, the things that you enjoy doing, and that will actually activate your activate your network so people can actually go out there and start listening out for you. And when they're listening for you, you never know when somebody says, I'm looking for somebody like you, and that person now becomes your referral. Anyway, so I'm giving you some steps to go step out, and I want you to go step out 
And we'll be right back from our sponsor because our time is winding down. Again, if you care to give us a call, give us a call, 727-441-3000, and we'll be right back. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508 508- 527-0460 anytime day or evening thinking is critical to job success okay we want you to start looking at ways of stepping out ways of doing the show and growing from there and so that's what we want you to do and Start to step out. So the other thing that's going to happen is when you're working with people, we're going to be asking you questions. And that comes down to the interviewing questions that people may ask you. All interviewing questions. All interviewing questions are questions that your answers must be said in a way that always makes you look good. Never, 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 never say anything about your past employers or other individuals or places you've been. Never say it in a way that doesn't make you look good. You're going to always praise the others for your experiences that you've gone through because they've all sort of helped you out. And so that's what it is that we've done. And so so I want you to think about that, okay? And the last thing I want you to think about is is getting started. Getting started to go do it so that you can actually do it and and make things work. Okay, so getting started is the key. Just sitting there won't work. And so so you've got to be willing to get started. So I'm going to give you some direction in terms of what to do because you got to begin to go out and do it. The first thing is start with the people who know you. Never go to strangers. Always start with the people who already know you because they know the true you. All of what it is that you do, they know you. The second thing is, is to follow direction because they're going to give you direction. They're going to say, go call my friend John or my friend Mary. And you're not going to know whether they're going to call ahead of time and say that you're going to call. And you're not going to know if they're going to call to see if you did call. So your only job is to follow directions. Once you followed that direction and completed that task, then your task is to follow back up with them so you can find out what to do next. And so you got to be able to go back and say, I did this. This is the result. 
and what's next for me? If you follow that just with the 30 people that you have identified, I feel pretty confident that you could have the job you want in a very short time period. And that time period, we run programs where that happens all in about 30 days. Anyway, so I'm saying that there are job opportunities out there, but the people who are in the loop between who knows who that knows who, they know where the jobs are. And what we want to do is tell them where the jobs are. Anyway, so that's what I wanted to do. And so you have a homework assignment. And a homework assignment is to go out and introduce yourself to at least 10 people this week. Only focus on the things that you enjoy doing, that you're good at doing. And all you want to do is plant seeds. You don't want anybody coming up with an instant answer. What you want to do is plant seeds. And so I want you to step out there and go out there and do it. Anyway, I'd like to thank our guests for being on the show tonight. And ever thank you very much for coming out and joining us and sharing your thoughts. And thank you, Gene. Anything you got to say? You got... 10 seconds. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay. And Robert, thank you for coming out and being part of the show. And and thank you for having me, Gene. I enjoyed it. It was a good show. It was very informative. Okay, great. great. And like you mentioned earlier, focus on your experience. That's what your pr- prospective employer wants to hear. Okay. And uh, Lee, you were a part of our show. I wouldn't want to close the show out without hearing at least a uh, good Well, thanks for letting me uh, throw in my two cents, Gene. I appreciate it. I really do. Great, great. Okay, I want you all out there to go step out. Go help someone solve a problem. The economy is in bad shape. Many of you are out of work. It's not because there aren't a bunch of solutions, and I'm pretty sure you have solutions. Go tell someone how you can help them solve their problem. They'll be happy to pay you to solve their problem. And so step out and go make that work. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge. I'm signing off to the Employment Opportunity Hour, and we'll look forward to hearing your calls next week. And thank you for being a part of our show, and we'll look forward to hearing from you.